Savage. What's going on, Savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach. How are you, friends? It's been a great couple of weeks. Uh, again, apologies, there was no episode that went up last Sunday. Obviously, I did put up the brand new one with Frank Castillo on Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. We might have been a little bit high. Just a tiny, teensy-weeny little bit, hugely smoked and a ridiculous amount of blunts high. Just a tiny bit. But it was still an amusing episode, so thank you very much for the love and support you gave that. Remember, if you want to support this podcast, head to patreon.com slash savagesnowflake. And you can find all the different tiers there. As little as $1 a month or as much as a million dollars a month. Depends how fucking wealthy you are, really. Uh, and you get different kickbacks and different perks for different tiers. Check that out. Also, thank you very much to our sponsors. Over here, we have Manscaped.com, the foremost refining gentleman trimmers of your downstairs areas. Gentlemen, your lady's going to thank you. Your bull's going to thank you. And ultimately, in the long run, you will thank yourself as you stare into the mirror at that extra inch you've discovered beneath that tuft of disgusting, scraggly hair you call pubic hair um if you want to keep your balls nice and smooth and fresh and you don't want to nick that very sensitive skin use their skin safe skin safe technology on the lawnmower 2.0 i do it i keep my balls fresh and that's why i get so many amazing guests they said to me we're not coming on the podcast unless the balls are smooth unless the hair is removed and so i've taken that to heart and now i'm walking around with a fresh pair of a fresh pair of marbles in a chamois leather silky smooth <laughs> moisturized to perfection and that's because of manscaped.com check out all their products they got the lawnmower 2.0 they got wipes they got aftershave they got amazing creams and balms lots of stuff to check out if you use code savage you will get 20 percent off at checkout you'll also get a free leather travel bag and of course free delivery not a bad deal and of course our friends over at boundless tech as well the finest in vape technology if you like to smoke a little bit of flour or herb or oil or resin or distillate check out all of their products at bndlstech.com use code savage you'll get 25 percent off all of their amazing products. I use the CF710. That's my favorite for smoking distillate. The battery is ridiculous. It lasts for weeks for me, personally. Depends how much you hit it, I guess. Um, but the battery charge is ridiculously long. The Terra is my favorite for flour because, like a lot of you, I like tasting the different flavors of my weed when I buy it. And uh, with the Terra, you can change the heat to any degree all the way up to 434 degrees Fahrenheit. So you can have it from zero all the way up to 434 to get that perfect heat, that perfect flavor. So you can taste the different cannabis THC levels that you personally want. It's you. It's for you. That's why they're giving you all this money off. Code Savage, 20% off. Joining me today, you may know her from the Carson Daily Show. You may also know her from entertaining the troops. That's right. She's been flying out to the front lines to keep the troops happy here in America. <laughs> I know her because she's a fantastic comedian and a lovely woman, and she's my guest today. It's Courtney Sherman. How are you, Courtney? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. There you go. That was my... You, you were giggling a bit about uh, the smooth balls. <laughs> yeah. You're not a fan of smooth balls? You're like... No, no, no. I love smooth balls, but I thought it was just going to do a quick... Oh, my, my balls are very smooth <laughs> i keep them no but i thought it was going to be like a quick cut to my face where you're like all of my, my all of my guests have to say that and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to i didn't want to uh put that on you oh there, i See, appreciate that would, that. Be, that would be like un, unnecessary addition to the advertisement where you haven't signed up right Right, right. I can't tell people that you prefer smooth balls, but I do think that most women in their right mind would like a man to maintain their downstairs area. Right? Or a little trim. little trim. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe they're not necessarily smooth. The ball's smooth, but the rest a little trimmed down. A little trimmed down. That's the, that's the perfect. Trim down. Like a little monk's, like one of those monk's haircuts. <laughs> just that bit smooth, that bit smooth, but then one of these, just a little bit of like, hey, yeah. I'm legal. Yeah. That yeah, kind yeah. of hair. I'm the same when it comes to ladies. I don't really like, I, 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 I'm not, 
averse to a completely smooth downstairs area. Uh-huh. But I like a little, a little, hey, what's up? Does it creep you out when it's completely smooth? It just it's like childlike creep me out, but yeah, that's what it is. It's, it infantizes a woman's vagina, so I like having a little hair at the top at least, just to be right. like, "What's up?" To remind you that she's a woman. I got ID, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, and then I asked to or see Google. the ID. Yeah, right, right, well, I don't right. have sex with girls that are around twenty-one anyway. That's not really my my bag. But if but, I were, right, that's what I would do. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I think we have to maintain Sorry. our personal appearance for comedy, don't we? A little bit. You're an attractive woman in the world of comedy. Yeah. Do you get? I love how you add in the that? world of comedy. <laughs> well, if you were if you were in the world of accounting, I'd say, whoa, what a, what an incredibly attractive accountant you are. Okay, all right. What I mean is that. that you know, as much as you are judged and um and and enjoyed for your very very talented comedic abilities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you're also in this town, especially in LA. I guess people make aesthetic assumptions about you based on the way you look too. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. What was, um, you were saying that you've got a friend coming into town. What's the difference between stylish, fashionable, good looking, very funny Courtney mm-hmm. and child, you know, child Courtney? Because we all had our glow up phase, didn't we? Well, you know what? I'm from LA. So, so you were always like <laughs> sm- smoking hot toddler. I've always been like really cool. Actually, no. <laughs> um, I was actually just having this conversation with my mom. I was looking. Because this girlfriend sent me some photos like three days ago. She's like going clearing out her house and her parents are making her get rid of all of her childhood memories. Um, and she found old photos of you as, as children, right? Yeah. And and almost every picture I'm wearing a dare shirt. Oh, wow. And I was like, cool. Like, need to talk to my mom about this. Yeah. Like, why was I going to school every day wearing a dare shirt? That's laziness. That's like your and mom you being drugs, like. Especially as a kid. <laughs> I did no, but like, but more to the to the point of like, it was a free shirt that the school gave me, mm. and that's what my mom was like. Cool, you're just you're just gonna rock that I mean, once a week. I think I can answer that for you. I don't even need to ask your mom. It's because parents don't give a fuck what their children wear. <laughs> I raised someone else's little girl for four and a half years, from the age of thirteen months until she was about five and a half. And don't get me wrong, there were some days where it was really nice to like dress her in like cool clothes if she's going yeah. to a special event or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I used to like dressing her up like a mini me. So I'd get like black t shirts, we'd roll the sleeves up and it'd have like wolves. But on did them she and stuff. like it? Yeah, she thought it was she pretty liked cool. It? Okay. Sometimes, okay. every now and then. Yeah. But for the most part, if a kid just puts on a fuck it, you just don't care. You're like, all right, you're cool. As long as you're dressed. No, it's it, it's about pride. Do you know what I mean? Some some days you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little care. You think your mom the needed, to, that I'm needed to up the fashion stakes when it yeah. came to your school school years? Absolutely. So yeah, as a as even though I'm from LA, I'd say elementary, middle school, I was having some issues. Really? Yeah. Were you an awkward kid? <laughs> uh, no, no. I was always extremely, extremely outgoing. Extremely, I was I was obnoxious. I was like president of elementary, junior high, high school. Um, yeah, I was very much an overachiever. Had to be like <sighs> the worst. The worst. How the fuck did you end up doing comedy? <laughs> We're normally waifs and strays, and you know people who couldn't necessarily. What exist are you talking about? Without- that's no. That's exactly that. I mean, comedy is a perfect transition into that. I'm literally like, I just wanted everybody's attention. I wanted everybody to like me. Right. Sorry, I was more taking the fact that you sound like the childhood dreams child. You're like you're you're oh, I was class president, and I was outgoing, and yeah. I was confident. Normally, you get a lot of comics who are you know borderline Asperger's or right. actually fully legitimately on the spectrum and um you know I might be on the spectrum I'm fat, sure. too tall weird looking acne all sorts yeah. of weirdness going on right 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 um I think well I think it's about extremes 
I think that's what our deal is. Okay. It's comics. It's it's extremes. It's either you're you're an extremist one way. Either you're you're begging for people's attention or you're hiding from it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Who are you trying to crave attention from? Um, I di- I I'm just learning this from my therapist that uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my mom. So every guy that you I date is like my LA. mom. I love it. You are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I was I was trying to impress my mom and trying to get her attention. Um. And so I date men that are like my mom. Oh wow! Not yeah. like your dad. Not like my dad. Like my dad's like. Hugs, kisses, you know, like you're a princess. <laughs> in a dismissive way, you're like, oh, yeah. like hugs and kisses. Oh, love and affection. God, and what a prick. How dare he? Yeah. Um, whereas mama is a little bit harder, is mm. she? Mm-hmm. She was like a chemist. Um, she was a criminalist for the LAPD, just like a, a badass. A, what, a, a what? A criminal? A like, criminalist. Sci- criminalist investigator. A criminal investigator. Yeah. She was actually the first female hired by the LAPD. That's pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. But then also she comes so with that too. when you're <laughs> scraping, you know, um, what's it called? Gunpowder residue from beneath the nails of a dead body. Right. At right. two in the morning. Yeah. Well, that's why she actually, doesn't give a shit what t-shirt <laughs> you're wearing to school. She's like, I just saw a woman with her head cut off. Oh, yeah. And her entrails mm-hmm. surrounding her in some kind of satanic symbol. Oh, I've heard all the stories. Yeah. Heads and you're asking me what fucking shirt you should wear, Courtney. <laughs> well, then don't have kids. There you go. Don't have oh, kids. Look, here's don't the fucking issue. have kids. <laughs> wow. Don't have me. <laughs> See, this is the therapy right here. This is the therapy. This wow. is what happened. I think we're always craving... Um, I can empathize with that. I definitely uh, was a performative child because I was craving the validation of parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Were your parents not present, or they were present? They were just. It was more. Um, there was there were limitations put on the love I received. They loved me very much, but it was very much because they were both incredibly working class who had gotten themselves to a better standard of living. You know, they were poor people, worked their asses off, and then became middle class people. Mm-hmm. So for them, it was like. You have to get a hundred percent in everything. If you're not getting a hundred percent, if you're not overachieving at all times, yeah, the fuck are you doing? And uh, and and so then it would go from implicit love to uh, love with you know uh, based on the achievements I was able to secure myself. Aww. And that was sucked. Yeah, because sometimes you get ninety five percent, and they'd be like, "Why didn't you get a hundred percent?" But that's still showing love from them. Because they're just wanting the best for me. In a terrible way. Right. right yeah, right. they wanted the best right. for me. You're right. Yeah. They're a product of their upbringing. And maybe your mum was too. Did she have like, are you, have you met, do you know your grandparents on your mum's side? I did, yeah. They're both They're both not with us anymore. Okay. Yeah. Were they hard asses? Uh, no, they, they weren't present. They were, my, uh, my grandfather was a optometrist and so was never home. And uh, my grandmother was an alcoholic who locked herself in her bedroom. Uh, <laughs> so now we know where mum, how mum yes. became what she is. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Wow, fuck. Do yeah, you, do you resent her for any of the... <laughs> this really has turned into <laughs> therapy now. No, but I'm, in, I'm intrigued by this because yeah. I think, um, again, and correct me if I'm wrong, I can't speak for all comedians, but I think certainly within the comedy community, we use comedy to highlight, mock, and um, remove the... De- de- uh, the, the uh, not, I was going to say the demonizing effects that life has on us yeah you know so rather than go well i could just sit around being sad about you know being having a slight distance between my mother and i growing up 
you go, well, I can make jokes about it and then heal other people who might have had that same thing and needed, craved a bit of love from family that they didn't necessarily get. Yeah. And then there's some kind of healing attitude out of that. But yeah. it sounds like, you know, that maybe that's why you do it. <laughs> why you uh, do it? <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. It, it took me a while. I was just like, no, we're just like telling jokes. It's not. And then... um I guess when you, when I stopped kind of like talking about personal things and was just kind of being kind of general, I was like, oh, I'm not really sure this comedy thing's working. Um, and then once I started getting personal again, I was like, oh, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We all go through those phases and sometimes it's based on industry expectations. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go, well, how am I going to get booked on Conan unless I make jokes about, guys, what's with Spirit <laughs> Airlines? You know what I mean? And so you try that for a little bit and then you go, that's fucking boring, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but that's exact. That is the exact truth. Is is playing to the industry and what you think they want, and then losing yourself and being like, "Oh wait, that's, that's not how to do it. That's not how to do it. That's yeah. not comedy, is it? The audience, no. the audience can feel it. Yeah, yeah. Um, have your parents seen you do stand up? Yeah, a lot. So I'm I'm from here. My my parents are here, and they're they're about twenty minutes into the valley. That, by the way, doesn't mean that they would have come and seen you in comedy. Some people are just like, you know, especially a high-flying... Come on, what, what was your dad do as well? Um, he owns a tree service landscaping business. Sweet. So he's got like a real job job. Yeah. Mum is a fucking criminalist. Was. The, uh, was. was. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a serious kind of mm, science job, right? Yeah. And then you're a joke slinger. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that they would support you. Well, no. I, so I've, I've been acting since I was a kid. Um, and so they've been extremely hands-on and supportive of my career since right. as a child. Yeah. Cool. And what does your mum yeah. think when you make jokes about her on stage? I I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she? Fuck is she from? Minnesota or something? Oh, wherever. Literally wherever you're from. Like if she started, if she sat down for an interview and was talking for like 15 minutes with English accent. <laughs> by by the end of it, yeah, absolutely. That's every American I've met out here. I that's kind of that's kind of true. It's kind of amazing. They love doing my accent they poorly. Love, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so horrible. Yeah. It normally sounds Australian. When I get into a taxi like, "Oh, where in Australia are you from? That's so cool." Is oh, that, wait, know, is that your American accent? Are you British? You like Russell Brand? I'm like, "All right, cool. I haven't heard any of those things before." Thanks very much. Please crash this car into a fucking wall or I'm not giving you five stars. That must be really annoying. Yeah. I don't know, but my, my, my mom's from from LA as well. Born and raised. White? Are yeah. you white Americans? Because you, you look like you're a mix of different nationalities. Um, I am a mix. Every, all, all Americans are mixed. Sure, sure. I mean, some kind of European normally in there at some point. But. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got everything. Literally a mutt. Um... German, Jewish, Irish. My grandmother was born and raised in Ireland. Um, All the strong drinking heritage is in there. Mm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. You got anything more exotic? Um, I've got a little Italian. Uh, I got a little Greek. I mean, everything. The, okay. when they did no like Native the test American, and they though. Came back. No, nothing, nothing this side of the pond. No. All right, you were definitely settlers. Yeah. Came yeah, out yeah. here. <laughs> I think it's it's interesting because it's a, a wonderful country for the uh for the the a diversity of people that live here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like unlike England, even a city like Los Angeles that is very blue, very blue state and very, you know, uh, very progressive in its attitude, people love in America to separate themselves out very systematically by race, mm-hmm. culture. Whereas in England we're a bit more we separate each other out by money or lack of you know, it's class. It's more class-based. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I I don't I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I was gonna say I think nah, actually that's not true. We're both pretty bad. To They're be both honest. pretty bad. Yeah. 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 yeah, we got to we got to find a place where we're all we're all like at least the same color, and then we'll find new things to to separate about. ourselves. Yeah, you go. Hey, your fucking haircut, mate. <laughs> You're a fucking top knot. We hate the top knots. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and it's also it becomes a weird thing of of us just wanting to belong. Yeah, you know, maybe not separate other people, but we're wanting to belong to someone. Or Is that what brought you into um into comedy? Was it a desire to belong amongst other funny people? Um. No, I wish I could say that is. It took me a long time to to start connecting with other comedians um, instead of feeling like they were competition, that they were allies. Is that, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, Again, I think that might even be a product of the town you live in and you were brought up in. Yeah. Los Angeles is a very competitive place. Right. That that even like growing up, like girls as as a child, like in junior high, high school, going out on auditions, like your parents are with you, but you're kind of like brown hair, green eyes, like every girl in LA, you're, you're seeing them in the same rooms for every audition. And it was never, my mom was never like, oh, go talk to them. It was like, keep yourself. Really? <laughs> that little yeah, bitch you, got that fucking, yeah, or she'd like Girl come Scout in, she'd be like, advert. well, We're you not- didn't book that, but do you remember Sarah McCullen? She booked it. And I'd be like, <laughs> But that sounds quite, um, if you don't mind me saying, yeah. a little intense for a child to experience. It, no, it is. I mean, I, you're, this is the thing. It's, it's, it's what I wanted. My parents were actually adamantly against me working as a child. Yeah. Um, but I, it's what I really wanted to do. Um, and I was very aggressive and intent on it. Um, but like they, like anytime I'd book something, they wouldn't let me, you know, they'd be like, now you can't go for the next three auditions. Like, you know, you can't miss basketball practice. Like they were very much like keeping me in school, but. How's the NBA career working out? The w, uh, WB, uh, is it WBA? Uh, Women's I'll, Basketball Association? I don't want to talk about it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was really good at basketball. El Camino, all state, doesn't matter. Um, can you, can you swish? I don't know what the terminology can swish, is. Can, can, you, can you swish? Dunk? Can, well, I know what dunking is, <laughs> yeah. but can you do the thing where you're, Boom, 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 boom. And then you spin it through the legs and then fucking over the top. One through the legs and then kadoosh. You're being cute as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a can fucking... Can you do the... Can you no. leg it and then no, dunk it? No, I can't, it? I can't leg it. I can't dunk it. You I'm can't five leg eight. dunk? No, I can't leg dunk. <laughs> um, basketball career's over. Mm. But it did. It created a... Um, I'm very competitive. Yeah, I can feel I am it. Very, I'm very competitive. Um, I think that's kind of probably good for Los Angeles and for the industry you're in, but also slightly, I find it a little, oh, it's a little intimidating. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's a little uh, offsetting. Don't get, uh, no, 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 not, not at all. Not in the, no, 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 not at all. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm competitive with myself. I, there's things I want to achieve that I haven't yet achieved. Yeah. And I have the drive and the ambition to do those things. And I'm competitive in that respect. But um, as I get older, maybe this is a, a I'm 35, so I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but I certainly are now assessing more and more go, well, look, these are the things that I've already achieved. So it's okay if other people are achieving those things in this country that I haven't yet achieved out here. That's okay. Yeah. And also when I see other people around me succeeding, I get very like, if they're good people, I'm all for them. If they're bad people, I just try and ignore it now. I just try and go, it's okay. Who cares? Good for them. Yeah. It's hard to do. Well, and also that becomes a conversation of um, 
being competitive or comparing yourself. There you go. Comparison versus competitive nature. Yeah. Um, but when you see a girl with, you know, long brown hair and green eyes sitting in another casting room before you're about to go in for your audition, she's leaving. As you pass in the corridor, do you give her like like a look just like fucking bitch <laughs> no and actually in terms of acting i'm pretty confident in that realm worlds beyond my my stand-up but no and actually the 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 competitive just a, edge a foot out, just no a the competitive edge is just a look of like ah <laughs> that's the smile that's the bitch i hope you die of oh no, no, yeah. no. I, that's a it's so cute you think you're gonna book this oh, oh my god you're so evil Wow, but that's okay. You're acknowledging it. You're acknowledging this is yeah, a part. No, I actually don't. It, it is. It it definitely comes with age of of a maturity. There's there's absolutely no no reason to be competitive with somebody in a casting room because the reality of that is they're going to um, book the hottest person. <laughs> but no, it's never going to be the most well, talented. Nowadays, that's not even true. It's um they're going to cast the person that looks the most like a person. Not even the hot ones really? anymore. Yeah. Ah, hot yeah. people, we can't get a break. <laughs> what the fuck? All these uggos uh, and fatties just booking left, right, and center. No. Me and you tirelessly <laughs> hitting the gym, desperately. Well, actually, actually, I beg to differ. Um, what, my... are you saying I'm not part of the hot people crew? How no, I'm saying I'm not. I'm actually saying I'm not. And I was told that uh, by an agent right out of college I sat in his office and he's like, well, look, here's the thing. You're not pretty. I mean, you're not, you're not ugly. You're, you're interesting. And I was like, just like a little tear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, slowly roll think, down your chest. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, at the time I didn't thank know how to honesty. take that. It was like, no, you're not leading lady, but you're not, you're not like, the ugly person, you're just you're just there. Like, well, it, I mean, just... if that's what you think of yourself, well, that's where I am. That's my place. I'm not leading man. And that's but hysterical I am, for I me to hear you villain. say. No, I'm the villain. I see that. I'm the villain. Yeah, there you go. I see, I'm I the villain. You. So I have to be like sexy enough that you kind of like, you'd fuck him to get back at your ex-boyfriend. The villain's but always you sexy. you would never choose to be with him. And that's my look. I'm, I'm like, I'm an to LA, I'm own, an LA six. <laughs> Unless your dad never hugged you, in which case I'm an LA nine. <laughs> if you have more tattoos than you do job prospects, I'm the guy for you. That's that's a good way to put it. But you're definitely not a six, bro. Thanks. Definitely not a six. I'll take it. I'm, I'm assuming like you mean higher. Six and, and it's six and a half. <laughs> it's interesting though, isn't it? Because at a certain point as well, in the, in any any um, performer who, especially with yourself, where you act as well as comedy, you know, as, as well as do stand up, and you're you know uh, talented in both. It's I think there is a um, there is a point where you have to go. What am I? For castings. Yeah. Like this pilot season, I've done fucking Cowboy, Pirate. I did Prince as well. Not like, you know, the, the singer. That would, have been, <laughs> that would have been a stretch even for me. I think Rami Malik's up for that one as well. Um, <laughs> but I think there's, you kind of go, all right, well, I can play these things. And I know I'm never going to get the leading nice guy. I know that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I do want that role. I wish my jaw was a little more square. Or I was a little less. But see, things. I wish things my forehead so was different. actually a forehead, not a six head. Oh my like, God, there's a few things. It's hilarious for like attractive people to sit down and be like, "I really wish that this was different and this was different." And I'm like, "Yeah, and me too." And this is what I want. But this is the thing, though. If there's people who are, let's talk about, you know, in terms of society, they're considered less 
attractive, which is bullshit in the sense that, of course, everything's subjective. Right. I know guys, I got one of my best friends is like all about midgets. Like he loves dwarf, you know, dwarf women. Really? That's his shit. He sees a dwarf girl. Yeah. He, he, he's like, oh my God, I want to fuck that chick so badly. No. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if he was like jerking off what, reading Snow White. I don't really Everyone's know what. Everyone's got their thing. Something happens one day where he likes the aesthetic <laughs> of like a, a full grown woman. I love how you say something happened. Like it had to be like some dramatic event. He's well, like, I mean, it's a very specific I like fetish, midgets. isn't it? It's like to go like, you know. Yeah. That something yeah I mean, yeah yeah something happened he had a trip to disneyland one year do you know what i mean and like he saw a, it he liked it now he wants blew to blew up you know yeah a skirt and he was like whoa look at those powerful little munchkin legs those are fucking delish and now and that what oh. i'm saying is everyone's got a different taste right right however magazines fashion tv film you know that, that has set out our symmetrical faces and what is hot and what's not mm-hmm. um People think that it's harder to be, especially in comedy, it might be harder. Well, yeah, but if you don't look great, how are you going to get jobs? I think it's almost easier now. I think people who look like us, where we're at that level of social accepted, attractive nature that you go, okay, I know I'm not a bad, I'm not bad looking, yeah, but I know I'm not super hot. Mm-hmm. So then you go like, well, now I'm always trying desperately to be a little hotter so that I can get some better roles because I know I'm not getting the leading man roles, but then I'm never getting the funny best friend role, ever. But never. see, also the leading man has completely changed. And really? so is the leading woman. I mean, think about the movies that have come out. I mean, th- those are, I guess, actually two extremes. But like comedies, like the, actually, the leading man like, and look, leading Ray- woman. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds um, Vince, uh, Vince Vaughn. Um, these guys have all been leading men in films. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. They're not what would be considered If they were walking down the street, I, I would not be like, holy fuck, that guy's hot. Look at that guy's nose. Never. Wow. Never would have said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Wow>. really mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, 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 times are changing. It's different. Times, they're a change. They're a changing. But they're not yeah. changing in the right way for people like us who are like, like almost hot. <laughs> no one remembers the issues that the almost hot people are going for. Um, I think we're fine. No, hot nah. people are fine because they can get on Instagram, you know, assuming it's not down for a day. They can get on Instagram, show a little skin, bang, 100,000 followers immediately. Ugly people, ah, oh, so easy. Wow, you're the funny best friend. Oh, you could be this guy. Wow, you're going to be booked because yeah. you're that. And then the almost hot people like me, you, we're just there, just desperately trying to find one way or the other. I've thought about getting really fat before. True, fa- I'm true stories. I'm not even joking. I had. Is one this what you talk about in therapy? Yeah, I don't is do this- therapy. This oh, is my talk- therapy. Oh, oh, cool, cool, you cool. think that this is a podcast? <laughs> it's a chance for me to offload. Right. But honestly, I do. We, all jokes aside, there is a level of going well. Like I go to the gym now five times a week because I know that if I have rippling abs, I'll get more work. Yeah. Just we'll get work. Yeah. But if I don't, no one's going to be like, "Oh, he could be like the sweet, funny best friend," because I just look. Like a douche. A douche. <laughs> oh, sad, no, isn't it? No. What a sad, pathetic existence. A um, bit. Do you have a if you if you were handed a contract that said, "Hey, you get to play this incredible role, mm-hmm. and um, and it's an acting job, but you're not allowed to do stand up for five years. You just got to be doing this amazing role, and it's going to pay well. It's going to be huge, yeah. And it's an incredibly like uh, gritty, fucking get your teeth into it kind of role. Yeah, uh-huh, I'm getting wet. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> could you? Could you? 
walk away from stand-up, do you think? For... Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. Um, I mean, I, not like, yes, I would love to. Um, uh, like, I got into stand-up because it was a way for me to perform every day. But you're good at stand-up. I, and I love stand-up. Normally, and I, I have actors such and actresses a, an amazing... who do it as like a, an, a, a way to, I don't know, Right. Thicken the CV for, or thicken out that resume for want of a better, you know, phrase. Yeah. Um, normally they suck dick. Yeah. At jokes. Well, I didn't even tell people that I, I, you know, that my main thing was acting right. until like a couple of years ago really? because I was so af- not afraid, but there is that, and I and I felt that from other actors or performers of like. Yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this whole stand-up thing. Yeah, I did an improv class. Yeah, I yeah my agent said I should do that. My agent said I should start stand-up. And, yeah. and, and I just felt that, that it was a disrespect to the craft of comedy. It was like, if you're a comedian, you're in, you're either in this or you're out. Yeah. You know, and, and you see a difference. Alive. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it became that. So it, it wasn't something like a tool that I was using. Um, but my first thing in starting stand-up... And even going on stage the first time was like, oh, I can perform. I, 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 my background is theater. So I love performing for live audiences. That's, yeah. as, as a performer, that's, that's the rush. That's, that's the gift that you're giving. Completely different kind of energy that like, yeah. fulfills, yeah, different yeah. part of the soul. So once I had that, I was like, oh, I, I can create and write and do this every day. Having said that, if they turn around and went, hey, new Game of Thrones series coming out. It's a prequel and we got a nice character <laughs> for you. Probably end up getting paid a million an episode in about uh-huh. six seasons' time. Mm-hmm. Can't do no stand up. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, see ya. <laughs> see ya, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see ya, lab. Fucking at the improv. Um, there you go. Performing for seven people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, think I could give that up. Yeah. 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 See, I, I'm a very similar story to you in terms of how I got into stand up. It was absolutely a way for me to. Uh, I was successful as a TV presenter in the UK. So I knew that no one would give me every acting audition. They went, don't I know you from, you're on that show on BBC. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do a bit of presenting. They'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, no, I've seen you on a few things. And they wouldn't ever take me seriously for acting roles. And yeah. acting was always my passion. Theatre, same as my background. And then as soon as I started, I saw my friends who were doing stand-up getting loads of auditions. So I went, well, fucking I'll do stand-up. I already do, I already do sketch and improv. I'll do stand-up. So I started stand-up. And then I fell fucking madly in love with it. Yeah. And now I don't... I just... I had a job at the end of last year for five years uh, offered to me. And they told me that everything I wrote, they would have first refusal on producing for five years. Uh, any stand-up material I did, they would have to okay anything for special, for TV, anything I put online, they'd have to okay. Because it was for a children's network, the show. Wow. And, um, and we refused it. And... Uh, I'm not quite sure yet if I'm regretting that decision yeah. or if I'm happy I made that decision. The comedian in me would potentially be very miserable, but you don't know until you try, do you? You don't know until you try. And I also, I think... Chappelle the, walked the away whole, for 10 years. Yeah, and, 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 and the whole, as, as an actor, as an artist, I think the whole mission is, is just to be working. And so if you're... You know, I mean, you can still be writing as a comedian and you yeah. can come out of those five years of not being able to do anything with three hours of material. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... it's. Did I make the wrong decision? Uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh no, my God! No, I'm, t- I'm totally joking. Because, also, because I don't know what your content is. Like, 
that's a scary thing for somebody to be saying. Anything you post online, we need to okay. That's that's a huge umbrella. That's of of power yeah. that somebody's trying to put. Well, over I understand. You. It was to play a sitcom father, like father on a sitcom, uh-huh. and I'd be like in every single episode. That's the, the the first contract they offered was like seven out of thirteen eps, a certain amount. Then we refused that. Then Have we you came done out sitcom with, work? Like, more money and 13 out of 13 episodes every season. I've yeah. never done a sitcom before, no. Yeah. Um, you don't well, want, is it fun or is it not fun? Or is well, it- I mean, I think it's a very different lifestyle of being on set and especially for a creative mind. You know, most of the time you're sitting on a trailer. It's a lot of downtime. Becomes a bit methodical. It's a, it's a job. It's a nine to five job. Or is it a nine to... 10 or however late or they want to hold your job pick up until yeah <laughs> yeah until 10. well that i've done films so. i've done movies yeah and but there's the an end thing. in sight you're literally like we've got two weeks on location if it's a success that sitcom could keep fucking running yeah. and at least for five years i'd be tied in yeah and and i mean i mean that's so i that's made the right decision <laughs> i mean you're not helping me at all here Courtney. no i i'm just glad it wasn't a decision i had to make um like anything that's going on in our government but um I don't know. I don't know. I think if you, if you you made the decision and that was like what was in your gut, then it's the right. Then it's right. It, I mean, it. yeah. I think I just have reached a point where you have to look at what fulfills you. Acting okay. fills me with joy. And the prospect of working on a professional set on a lot, you know, I would be up at, you know, one of the fancy lots in Studio City and doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, this is it. I'm, I'm in Hollywood doing a fucking sitcom for a major network and I'm walking around the lot every day and there's a little golf cart that goes, okay, let's check it to watch up. That's dope. But then also the idea that I couldn't get on stage and make jokes about the most um, critically insecure elements of my life and make them a thing of ridicule to help and empathize with strangers to bring them to a place where they can laugh at their own foibles yeah i think giving up that that's such a passion that's such a passion right you know and uh no amount of money or fame can replace that but then i'm not gonna lie if the job was hey there's a tv show coming out called the witcher as well, which is like a Game of Thrones esque. It's based on a series of books that became a very successful video game franchise. Oh, okay. And uh, I auditioned for the lead role, and Henry Cavill, you know, Superman got it, um, which I don't know how they made that decision. It must have been really difficult for them to choose between the two of us. But uh, and but if I'd been offered that role, and mm-hmm. they'd gone, yo, this we're looking at least three seasons of this, and your contract's for three seasons, you can't even do stand up, I would have taken that. Yeah. I would have taken it, I'm sure. Because that'd be like a dramatic fucking woo, yeah. Gonna fucking take yeah. that Superman. <laughs> I'm Batmaning all over this shit right well, now. You know what? I've also gotten to a point where I'm um I'm not really saying no to much. Just in that. Um, so if you're a fan of Courtney's and you're thinking, <laughs> how do I get her to do that foot fetish video for me? Just DM her, hit her up on Insta. No, I, I mean within within reason with within things that I'm um. Where I'm like, mm, I don't really know if I should do this because then I can't do that. Um, it's just taking opportunities that are presented to you. I've, it's interesting, that's where isn't I've it? Gotten. Yeah, that's a change that comes with age. I remember being infinitely. It was so much easier for me to do creative stuff when I was younger because we just did it. You just did shit, and then when people offer me a job, they go, "Hey, do you want to host this thing? It pays X amount." I'd go, "Yeah, all right, sure, yeah." And I'd do it. 
Now, when people go, hey, do you want to do this thing? This is what our budget is. We can pay you X amount. I go, ah, see, my normal rate for that kind of thing is X. And, blah, blah. and then I end up losing the job, even though actually I probably could have done with the cash yeah. Because I've gone, well, you know, I've been working in this industry for a decade at least. And, uh, you know, yeah. I've, uh, that's not my usual fee. And then I'm like, <laughs> all right, it was 500 bucks under your usual fee. And you should have fucking taken it because you could have done yeah. with that five grand. And instead, I fucking gave it to some other cunt. Yeah. God. Money. Money mm-hmm. and age and responsibility really shits on creativity, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many factors in deciding what we're doing. And, and there's it's all on us, you know. Couldn't you be it's like super weirdest. LA? Are your parents wealthy enough that you could have just like lived off them for the? No. Ah oh, shit! No, See, that no, would have no, been no. the perfect idea. No. Right? Oh, you meant like like maybe like my parents like bought my education or something? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's insanity, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. But also, why is anyone surprised that people have bribed their children's way into top that- schools? Why is anyone surprised? I'm that? not surprised. I was literally like, "What? Of of course. What do you? Isn't that?" Like when, when like you walk into like a, a building and it's like Hamilton Hall and you're like, ha- who's Hamilton? Yeah. And you're like thinking it's like some profound like Philosopher. founder. Yeah. yeah. And it, it would turn out it's just a rich guy who fucking donated it's a million. It's Frank's dad. Him. Yeah. You're Frank's like- <laughs> dad. Fucking Frank as well. He's a dick. You know, he roofies people. I, Fra- I, I can't prove it, but I've Frank. Frank. Yeah, of course he, he does. Yeah. He fucking give Frank. A fuck he, about education. He likes a few brewskis, him and. Like a young Kavanaugh, right? <laughs> but for my uh, listeners outside of the U.S., by the way, we're talking about this um, big drama that's just happened. Uh, that where colleges, top colleges as well, we're top talking colleges. like 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 not UCLA, ha- Harvard, UCLA. but UCLA, USC, uh, right? And yeah, places like this have um, been outed as accepting bribes or certain people fudging the examination results of kids who were too fucking moronic to get into those schools. Saying they played on sports teams. There you go, saying they were pro soccer players or they were state regional. Like staging photos of them, like kicking balls and like doing high jumps. I mean, I can't be mad at that because there was an editor who's been out of work. He's freelancing. He's been out of work for six months. And he he gets hit up by fucking, you know, William H. Macy's wife. Like, (laughs) yo, my fucking moron kid needs to get into college. Can you put her face onto a football video? Hey, bro, I've done deep fakes. I can do that for you. Boom. He had to make a sweet buck. I'm not not mad about that. But here's what upset me. One of them. Wait, did he get in trouble? No, he's no. but his wife has been, and I'm not sure oh. why he hasn't. It's a bit strange, but okay. he had to go to the hearing yesterday. I saw videos of him. But here's the deal: one of them paid one and a half million dollars to secure their child a place at one of these top universities, these top colleges. One and a half million dollars. How fucking retarded do you have to be not to go? Well, hang on a sec. If I take like a hundred thousand. Uh, just a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and spend that on the best tutors to tutor my child <laughs> to the point where they fucking aren't idiots. <laughs> I still got left over enough left over for a Lambo for me and the wife yeah. to fucking saunter. <laughs> I could go. To, I'm gonna go to south of France for a fucking vineyard, you know, adventure. I'm gonna, and you could still have enough left over to pay like a Japanese prostitute to blow cocaine in your uh, asshole. Yeah, like what? <laughs> How are you that shit with your own money? I know, and, and more oh, money than sense. So also, my where my head goes is I I graduated from a top university. Congratulations! Like, Thank you so much. What did you study? Um, we we don't need to talk about that. No, we do. Uh, what did you study? <laughs> theater. I studied. I'm a fucking theater nerd. Oh, okay. Right. Um, 
I, I, I graduated from UC Berkeley. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the top public university in the country. I know. I'm aware of it. It means nothing. Yeah. It does nothing. But also I, your parents are like soirees. If they have, you know, Phil and, and Frank's dad over, they can be like, well, you know, Car- Courtney went to Berkeley, so... That that's literally all it does. It gives that's, Sherry Sherman you know. to me like if she's one eyeing it after five Chardonnays, she's like, Well, Corny went to Berkeley. <laughs> that's it. I like it gives how you made your mother rights. a pirate <laughs> cowgirl. There were other pirates in the room, so oh, okay. she became a pirate. Um that was a callback. Um no, she the, the idea that people would pay money like that for something for Just get a new kid. Just, Buy a new kid. Yeah. And um, I, well, hold on. I'm not. I'm not saying that that education doesn't mean anything. And and I I hold value on the education that I had. But statistically speaking, when people graduate, I think it's like less than fifty percent even use their degree. Yeah. In in terms of when they go into the workforce. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. True. It, Same in England. It was a waste of time. My degree was a waste of three years of my life. Really. What What did you study? English literature and theatre studies. Okay. At Warwick University, which is a, one of the top red bricks. Okay. So, like, you have Harvard and Yale. Uh-huh. We have Eton and Cambridge. Uh, sorry, well, sorry, we have Cambridge and um, Oxford. Mm-hmm. So, Yale, Harvard is Oxford and Cambridge. And then we have the red brick universities. And there was, f- like, five or six that are the top universities in the country. And Warwick was one of them. But I went there for three years and did everything except my course. <laughs> like, everything except my course. Right. Because but, did, but when you when you graduated, did you use it at all? Fuck no. I mean, no. it depends what... Did I use life skills that I learned there? Maybe. Would That's I have got it. those life That's skills quicker and cheaper if I'd just gone straight into the workforce? Yeah. I should have gone mm-hmm. to drama college, really. That's what I wanted to do, always. But, yeah. you know, parents are like, get something to fall back on. <laughs> You're going to fail. Get something to deal with the failure. <laughs> are, are you falling right now? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'm falling back on nothing, nothing anymore. There's nothing to fall back on. Yeah. But it's an interesting idea, isn't it? I feel like modern age, kids, the, the, the best education, which doesn't apply to America, because even, especially when you look at the history that's taught in schools, mm-hmm. but the, the, the most important education is those formative years for mm-hmm. kids. And now no one gives a fuck about that because you've got 40 to 60 kids in a classroom where you can barely like manage them, let alone teach them. Yeah. And these teachers are vastly underpaid. They've got huge classes. Like, there's no real education going on there. And that's the sad thing. And then they go, but you should aspire to go to college where you can spend three years basically going to fucking keg parties and trying to get your fingers wet. Yeah. Or your vagina diddled. China diddled. Yeah. <laughs> that my father says that diddled. Diddled? Yeah, that kind of bothers me. <laughs> really? Got a little diddled. Um yeah, you know what? That's actually weird. I went to a screening um a friend produced a show for BET called Finding Justice. Mhm. And they they talk about well, I mean, that it's a whole other conversation, but they they deal with the issues that are that are wrong in our school systems right now, and it's a Sounds like a hoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's an amazing. It's comedy a six pod, part. A it's a six part documentary. Um, actually, The Rock um, is uh, one of the producers. Oh, I have a on model it. of The Rock over yeah, there, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne. looking very handsome. Yeah, he's um, one of the producers on it. It's amazing. Ch- you should check that out. Well, I mean, it's it. just so much history. It's not even taught about this country, isn't it? I've, yeah. I mean, I'm dating a woman of color, and you know, the amount she she told me about like the the two days she probably learned about you know about black history. 
and was it in Black History barely, Month? Yeah, and it was like <laughs> cool. two days. So it was like it was like Malcolm X. She learned a little bit about Malcolm X, and you know, maybe, maybe that was about it, and a, a little bit about um, Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. And then she said, "But you know, in terms of like slavery, was pretty much like a, a sort of half a, half half an hour of one class, like." And then, uh, you know, we brought a lot of people over from Africa. Anyway, uh, they got better lives now. So let's move on. It was like very much like that. She was like, skip, skip, really? Skip, skip. I think there's a bit more to that. Yeah. Um, but outside of the race issue, I just think in general, my mum is a teacher or was a teacher. My sister is a teacher. I just think they're vastly underrated. Mm-hmm. And then, But then these college educations, it really is just a, like a, a weird badge to carry around that yeah. doesn't ultimately mean a lot. Unless you're trying to get a job at, you know, so-and-so's parents' firm. Yeah, but even go, then, if you know so-and-so's parents, you know, yeah, you're, you're getting the job over over someone else. So yeah, exactly. Nepotism. Nepotism, yeah. Well, this, this town is rife with it. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's something, I mean, how can you control that? That's, that's human nature. Do you sometimes some wish extent. your parents were famous? So then you would have every doorway afforded, like opened up to you and every opportunity afforded to you because of, of your name. Of course. Wait, you, fuck you if you're gonna say you don't yeah yeah, yeah. who's gonna sit back and be like no want to earn it on my own i still though have to no. look at how fucked up my life how fucked up i am because of the parents i did have and i was like if they were famous mm-hmm. i think i'd be dead <laughs> like if i had coke money at a younger age i had yeah. to i had to work for my cocaine money mm-hmm. like for years on tv yeah. and then right. i fucking so it made know, you a grounded person yeah right. like i was like you know i knew the worth of the shit that mm-hmm. i was throwing up my nose yeah whereas <laughs> you know and now i'm all clean living it's a bit fucking boring but if i'd had parents i had coke money at like 13 14 pff, i'd be dead yeah no, but I mean, you know, some doors open for you because of your name. I'm all about that. And I don't, I don't shame people who have that. If you, you have know, children one day, I don't know if you want to have kids or not. I do, yeah. You do. So if you have children, would you support them if they decided they wanted to go into the arts, if they wanted to become a performer? Would you like that for your kids or would you be like, oh, baby, think about it? Oh, 100, <laughs> like, no, 100%. You would like them to be in it? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I'd have to think about it. Um, well, this is this is my thought. Is um, two of my best friends growing up. One one uh, is a nurse, mm-hmm. the, the one that's here in town, and um, the other one, you know, went to college and now has three kids, and her husband's a fireman. So one is literally dedicating their life to saving other people's lives, mm-hmm. and the other one seems to have all their shit sorted. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and we we have a group thread. We talk pretty much every day. Um, every day I do exactly what I want to do like I'm fulfilling every day I'm literally like this is I'm 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 doing even if it's going to the gym like whatever it is I'm fulfilling what Courtney wants to do and both of them have not not that they're not happy but I mean it's an open discussion she's like I don't I mean I'm a nurse just because you know it kind of pays the bills and it's a good thing clean shit from a guy who went into epileptic fits in the middle of the ER and I had to like clean his shit off the floor. Yeah. And then he puked violently all over the front of my mm-hmm. scrubs. Yeah. And I had to change them four times that day. But she's still doing what she wants to do. <laughs> no, she's not. I don't know. No. Sandra's uh, into scat. Brrr. It's time you <laughs> <laughs> No, but my point is like, if but you look at your life and you're like, this is... Isn't she doing what she wants to do, though? No. She's saving lives, man. No, she's really passionate about flowers. Um, 
I'm not. I'm not making fun of her. She she okay. loves. Uh, she loves putting like bouquets together, and she loves. She she really wanted to be a florist. She wants to be a florist. She wants to do flower arranging. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, that's not a real job. That's not. Opening a flower shop and doing that, that's not something practical. Okay, I appreciate what you're saying now. So you're saying, rather, it's not like she doesn't in, enjoy the process of what she's doing, yeah. but she, she's not. it's not what her passion is. Yeah, or even something like day-to-day that she like really wants to be doing. And yeah. so if I had a kid and I'm like, but also she and I, we, we live about the same means. And, and I, my career hasn't even taken off. Do you know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're living about, I eat what I want. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. That was the most, by the way, the most Italian <laughs> New York Jewish mum I've ever seen. I've ever seen that. My uh, career hasn't even taken out yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would absolutely say that to my kid. Follow what you want to do because, like, you, we can't, I hate the saying, but you can't take anything with you. So, Well, if we become closer friends, I would tell your kid, don't listen to your mother. <laughs> I would whisper, I'd wait until you've go, given go them, like, clean the shit. get out there. Go, go. Yeah, <laughs> chase your dreams, follow your passions. Yeah. I'll support you through whatever you need. Oh, my so, God. And then, okay, Uncle Jeff's going to play with you for a little while mm-hmm. now. And then you leave to go and, you know, pour us a nice glass of whatever, kombucha, whatever the fuck you drink in your home because yeah. you too 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 athletic to drink alcohol and then i would whisper in your kids i'd just be like hey um hey what, what, what do you want to call your kids you got na- you got na- everyone's got names picked out what would you call your kids ophelia ophelia wow Ray. fucking <laughs> jesus christ give her a chance at least to be a doctor uh, i'm gonna call her ophelia, ophelia. um from, from hamlet um Stop! It's, it's just not from a character Hamlet. I really. It's not from Hamlet. It's from my heart. It's a character I really <laughs> identify with, and uh, the way that she feels like she's literally physically. All right, we'll go with another name. In her emo- no, no, no! I love it. It's a beautiful name. Ophelia is a beautiful name. It's just hilarious that that is mm-hmm. what you're going to call your kid. No, no, no. Continue, so I'd be please. like, so I'd be like, I go, I'd lean down, and she'd be there, kind of playing with the Legos or whatever, and I'd be like, I'd be like, um, hey, listen, Ophelia. <laughs> I'd have to stifle the laugh because fuck you. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I go. Um, look, Mum says you should follow what you're passionate about, and that's that's a great idea if it's something that's you know going to make sure you grow up well balanced. But you're already starting to show some signs of <laughs> you know kind of behavioural suicidal tendencies. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, look, you're on medication for ADD. You know, you're on the Robitussin as well. I feel like. Look at how good you are with the Legos. Wouldn't you prefer to be an engineer or something, maybe an architect? You could be a city planner. There's money to be made. I'm just saying. Go into commercial real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate what you're doing every day and then go home and drink a bottle of wine. And I say, what do you really love? Exactly. What do you really love to do? And she'll be like, Don't sleep with your husband. I really love to perform. She's British because she's called Ophelia. (laughs) I really love to perform, Uncle Jeff. And then in that moment, when I go, I go, Oh, you love theatre? And she goes, Yes, I love theatre. And as she says the word theatre, I would. Smack her like full on, not like fist, but like open palm across the face. Just and as her little face hits the floor, she's like, and looks at me like, why, Uncle Jeff? Why? And I say, every time you say the word theater, you remember this feeling. What are you going to be when you grow up? She'd be like, an engineer. And I'd be like, good girl. And then I'd give her a little kiss on her little cheek, and it'd be already hot. And I'd be like, all right, that was probably too hard. But you know what? Job done. You're welcome. This interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, can you have some kids so I can beat them? That's yeah, I mean, wait, so you're you're actually saying if you want if you had kids that you you wouldn't yeah, want them no, to follow? No, I'd, I'd encourage them to be whatever they want to be and do whatever they want to yeah. do. I'm looking. Nobody just, doing what we're doing is going to say that. I want a super gay son. That's what I want. I want like a I want a son who is like really awesome, flamboyant, gay. Oh, 
<laughs> I got a lot of gay friends. I had a lot of gay friends growing up. Yeah. And um and I just love a little sassy, just like Papa, <laughs> look at me! I dress myself, and I'd be like, "Wow!" He'd have to Papa. sound like, an, yeah, an old New York drag queen. That's, oh what? my god! <laughs> look at my shoes, Daddy. You're doing that a little too well. Yeah, yeah. Would you choose the name Papa? Oh, I wouldn't call him Papa. My name would be. No, no, no. I me. know, I know. But like, no, normally like, parents like, would be like, "Call me." I'd be like, call Seba- me Dad "Sebastian, or call, me. call me Dad," and he'd be like, "No, Papa." <laughs> I'll call you daddy, am I right? Come on, stop it. And then he high kicks and walks out. Just fucking doing his thing. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got hopes for my kids too. Don't right. shit on my dreams. I'm not. That's good. That's good that you would support your kids. It's good that you were supported. But obviously, I don't know, maybe I always try and find the most broken part of comics because I think there is something inherently broken about someone who wants to be validated by performing for others. There's something broken about that. Very broken. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's just normal. It's just normalized for us. Do you know what I mean? We're everybody that we're surrounded by is is of the same. So when somebody's like, "You're crazy," like when another comic says that you're crazy, it's literally like, "What?" Yeah, you're like, "Pot kettle back." <laughs> I think somewhat. Yeah. Well, although, which which your point? Of course, yeah. of course, I am. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? In your entire life, something where you've and it could be, it could be in a relationship, it could be in a work situation. What? Be honest. I know you're not going to tell me the craziest thing. So whatever you are going to tell me is probably the second craziest thing. But something you've done where you've gone fucking hell. I was a little unhinged in that behavior. Mm, I get unhinged quite often. Okay. That's not. Um, How does it come out for you? Um. Well, I have a temper. So yeah. Comes out maybe in anger. Um, you ever physically assaulted someone? I've uh, yeah, I've I've gotten physical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without I have. putting That's yourself not... in a legal minefield. No, 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 no. I've, I've, and, and of course, like alcohol and drugs being involved, maybe. Um, but you never pulled a knife on someone, though, have you? No, not that crazy. You ever thrown a vase crazy. at someone's head? I've thrown shit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Did you Just in like the heat of the moment or whatever. Um, maybe yeah. if you love me the way I deserve to be loved, <laughs> I wouldn't have to do this to you, Stephen. Um, I did. I got into probably the craziest thing was when I got into a fight, a relationship fight. Um, in a car and things got physical and we ended we were on the freeway and we ended up we were fighting over a phone I don't remember whose phone it was but we ended up he pulled over and I got I so I had the phone it was my phone I got out of, and he started chasing me down the side of the highway and tackled me and then we were wrestling but we were wrestling for the phone so it wasn't like we were trying to hit each other and while literally he's on, or maybe I was on top of him. Yeah, I think I was on top of him. Highway patrol pulled up. And it, I mean, Woo! yeah, I Woo! I had been drinking. And he like started like hugging me. And, and then I started like acting like I was like laughing. I, like if somebody was filming this, it would have been his Because you didn't want to get in trouble with the police. You were yeah. like, let's just pretend like we're having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's pretend like we're joking. So the officer is immediately like, hands up, both of you. Both of you, put your hands up. And so I have my phone in my hand. I'm like, I have my phone in my hand. <laughs> um, he made us separate. 
And he and then he like called for backup. The, the whole thing became ridiculous. Did you get arrested or anything? No, 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 no. And it, oh it, my god, if you were black, you would have been so shocked. One hundred percent. No, I'm not kidding. If, like if, if we were any other, LA, if we were any other race, so it would have been a, trouble. it would have gone down a completely different wow, way. But um, <laughs> oh, and and I had bruises, so I'm I'm anemic. I had bruises instantly all over my body. They were on my arms. So like. The cops, the cop kept going like, are you all right? Are you being beaten by yeah. your boyfriend? Yeah. And he's like, you don't, don't. And I kept looking over at him. He's like, don't, you don't have to look at him. Look at me. Do you want, do you need help? And it was, I was like, this is where I'm checking my crazy. Like, this isn't. Well, thank this God. Isn't if you'd gone really crazy, then you would have gone, he hits me. <laughs> like that would have been. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Because we, we had to go, we had to go have makeup sex. Um, which go. is, Yeah. So this crazy cycle of, and they just let you two go. They just you both went. No, we're okay, and they went okay. Not even a ticket for like illegally pulling over on the site. No. No. Well, he had kind of used a card of like he had been in some stuff, and he was there was like, hey, I recognize you from. And I was like, ah, it's fucking yeah. Of course, of course. Oh, somehow this is going to turn against me. Like I'm the bad guy. (laughs) He was handing out fucking autographs to the Mm -hmm. cops. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I once, you know, took a fart on someone's pillow, put a little bit of um, put a little bit of uh, olive oil in their in their in their skin cream. I've done things like that, but I mean, that's next level. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Terrifying. Wow, can't believe that's you not re- even that. Can't bad. believe you revealed your violent tendencies. That is not even that bad. I planned out how to kill a man once. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, my ex that I was with, her mm-hmm. ex. I worked out how to kill him. Because he was making my ex incredibly sick. He was a vindictive, evil, twisted motherfucker. Wow. And he was using, he was the father of a kid. So he was using the power he still had to make her sick. She had an a autoimmune disease. So he was making her ill by making her slowly go more and more crazy. And uh, I planned out to kill him, but I didn't do it. So that's all right. Real, real crazy would be starting to put it into practice. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. went. Oh, it would no, also I be crazy this. to be admitting that. Yeah. Here. Well, it's all right because I never did it, and oh. I would never do it. Go, cool, cool, cool. But I did. Like, I was so sick of seeing the woman that I loved be made to feel so awful, and and watching her die. Yeah. It was like physically she was deteriorating because of the stress. Yeah. Um, and she was like, "No, no, I don't want, I don't want you to fuck." Out. I was just gonna go around his house and just like cave his head in. Yeah. Or like at least bang on his door and when he answered it, punch him in the fucking throat and hold a knife to him and say like, if you ever fucking, if you keep doing this to her, you're going to die at some point. So just don't. And then I didn't, she didn't want me to do that. So instead I worked out how I could kill him and make it look like an accident. I didn't do it. Didn't do it. Realized that that was a childish, immature thing and it was born out of, you know, the love that I felt for her and I just wanted her to not be sick. That's pretty crazy, right? That is crazy. But that was a good like 10 years ago. Yeah. I haven't planned out how to kill anyone since then. That's, that, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched too many documentaries about fucking people who do f- crimes of passion like that and then yeah. get outed because they, I don't know, took a I mean, fart against the wall and then someone found a little residue of their... Right. This, so, like, <laughs> it's impossible to get away with a murder. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially when you're talking about it on a podcast. Yeah, you should take them on holiday, first of all, and then they just never come home. Do it in a foreign country because they don't care. Bali, never going to (laughs) care. 
What a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> Amazing. That was, yeah, I'm sorry we went over 10 minutes from when you got to leave. I apologize. But no, we'll, no, we'll be no okay. That's a perfect hour. Perfect hour. Courtney, I think the only thing that's really crazy is how crazy good at stand up you are. Hey, hey, brought it full circle. <laughs> um, and, and I would encourage everyone who um, watches this podcast, you know, we've got like 28,500 unique listeners now. And um, they love checking out the guests who come on because the reason you're here is because you're a wonderful comedian. Um, so where can people check out, check out your live dates? Uh, my love dates, uh, my website, CourtneySherman.com. You're going to have to spell that. Not I am. Spell that. It's Courtney, the regular way, with the C. Um, but and- with an N-E-Y. Uh, well, yeah, that's the regular way. C O U O. There's people who spell it with a K. Yeah, people Courtney who... Kardashian has now redefined the way Courtney you... is spelled. No, that's not a thing. She went with a K so she could have all Ks. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Courtney C O U R T N E Y. There we go. Last name Sherman, is Sherman There you go. Yeah. Uh, dot com, and then also on Instagram if they want to find you. Courtney Sherman. At Courtney Sherman. And then yeah. on Twitter as well, same. Uh, no Twitter. No Twitter. Fuck no Twitter. Twitter. I'm not going to say that. But yeah, I don't have a Twitter account. Why are you not going to say that? You're upset. <laughs> Wait, I just revealed that I plan out to kill a man. You're worried about upsetting people at Twitter. Yeah. A platform you're not even on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I just don't have a Twitter currently. Um, okay. Yeah. Instagram. Or the website. Uh, and uh, yeah, and make sure you support this wonderful human being and incredibly talented comedian in her future endeavors. I look forward to seeing you on your own show where you've given up comedy because you've been paying millions of dollars a or season. Or have to step away, to step away. <laughs> just giving it up. Just fuck it. You're going to do a special. As, as you land that huge acting job, you'll do a comedy special called See ya. See ya. <laughs> and it would just be like an hour of you being hilarious, all your best material, and then you'll just, that's it, done. See you later. I could, I could live with that. Ten years later, you come back to it like Dave Chappelle. Love it. <sighs> Smoking on stage. All right, love <laughs> it. Thank you very much, Corny. Thanks for being a guest and thank you for joining thank us. You. I appreciate you. Bye. Bye.